Twin Flames is a podcast created by best friends and twin flames, Chloe and Hillary, about personal development, shifting the perspective, and getting in touch with the best version of yourself. Chloe is a practicing eclectic witch, entrepreneur, and clairvoyant. Hillary is a mindfulness expert, happiness educator, and practicing therapist trainee. We combine our strengths and knowledge to bring you the best of what we've found has been helpful to us on our respective journeys. Um, so we thought we would grace you guys this week with a little bit of a card reading, which mm-hmm. is something we've never done. And uh, Hillary picked the deck. Yes, I did. <laughs> <laughs> because animals also hillary used to want to be a zoologist so like i totally see it (laughs) dude i just have this thing with animals i love them i love them i love them so obviously given the option i picked the spirit animal deck (laughs) of course and uh actually for the podcast today we drew the crow so not sure if this is going to be for everyone or maybe you specifically the listener needed it or maybe we needed it but uh the crow is uh, this beautiful and intelligent bird knows the mysteries beyond what we can see and knows that this is all a wild and brilliant illusion. Mm -hmm. Crow is a shapeshifter and knows the universal laws, which are not at all the, the same as the laws which we humans use to govern. Crow is an omen of change, an invitation to look around you and keep your eyes open for magic, a messenger from the great unknown. Crow remains reminds you that nothing is as it seems and that you have the ability to create your own reality. Change the way you see things and things you see will change. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is so pertinent to our topic today. That's dumb. That's like... Not only is that pertinent to our topic, it's like our podcast. (laughs) I got goosebumps so hard. That's amazing. So, I mean, I like all I can say is, wow, that was perfect. Because what's our topic today, Chloe? Uh, We're actually talking about resolutions, New Year's resolutions specifically, because it's uh, New Year's Eve for a lot of people or anyone who celebrates. That's right. That's right. So obviously, like this crow just fit in perfectly yeah that was actually hilarious because we didn't we didn't read it before the podcast like i pulled it and i was like let's read it on the podcast (laughs) and it ended up being like super perfect that's really funny oh i love it the synchronicity of it all beautiful (sighs) i love i love a synchronicity a good synchronicity i don't believe in coincidence personally Mm. Mm. um so let's go ahead and uh define what is I guess just a resolution, specifically a New Year's resolution, I would say. That's what we're aiming for. Um, We found that it is a firm decision to do or do not do something for your benefit. Mm -hmm. So like we looked up, we always try and like look up a definition to make sure we're clear on what we're talking about so we can explain it in the best way possible. And the first part of the definition is what we looked up, but we were talking about it and we were like, well, that's just resolution. You know, a resolution is just the firm decision to do or not do something. But with New Year's resolutions, it's very much specifically like because you want to benefit yourself. That's kind of yes. what we were thinking with that. Yeah. Um, and so we are talking about New Year's resolutions specifically. But we do want to just throw a little caveat in there that, okay, we've said this before. So always remember Yes, you can make changes at the new year, but you can also make changes in your life at any given time. Oh my god, yes. 
<laughs> so like even if you're coming upon this episode of the podcast and it's like june so what you want to make a change in your life make a change and honestly like i've said this a thousand times maybe not on the podcast yet but time is an illusion created by man mm. like the mm. only reason that anybody believes that this new year's makes you have a clean slate is because that's what like you believe subconsciously or consciously because what's been fed to you. Mm -hmm. And interestingly enough, if you choose to be quote unquote reborn at any moment, literally any second of your life, you can be. Mm -hmm. So oh, I have so much to say about that. The cycle of <laughs> rebirth is just real. I mean, in terms of transformation, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> also eight side stories and a movie. I feel like we should start saying that. <laughs> <laughs> Eight side stories in a movie. In a movie. Um, <laughs> but um, my rebirth card in one of my tarot decks actually is like a decaying crow, which is really scary sounding, but it's just synchronicity. <laughs> Interesting. Ooh, the symbolism. Oh. Um, so getting back on track, <laughs> New Year's resolutions. So the end of the year is coming up. Um, as we expressed, as Chloe said very beautifully, time is an illusion, which may sound weird to some of you we can explain it further at another time but now we don't want to we don't want to overhaul the resolution podcast with like oh let's talk about time um, <laughs> yeah the, the freaking father time inserting his dick in here we don't need that <laughs> he should keep his dick to himself it's fine yeah <laughs> but uh we did want to just throw out you know you can make a change at any time it doesn't have to be at the new year uh but since we're talking about New Year's resolutions, as always, we like to share some stories. <laughs> yes, always stories with us. <laughs> so we were talking about this and we actually decided not to share our stories with each other prior to recording. So like, I'm going to be surprised with Chloe's story and she's going to be surprised with mine, just like you uh... listeners are. Hillary, I feel like if we had like poppers for the new year, this is our like popper for each other. Yes. Because <laughs> we both didn't tell each other. So it's like, pops it's for you, Hillary. <laughs> I know that's weird. I'm so lame. That's okay. You're not lame. You're great. Um, so like, I was thinking about my resolutions that I've made in the past. And to be perfectly honest with y'all, I kind of stopped making New Year's resolutions because I found that, you know, I would make these extreme resolutions that I knew I wasn't going to keep, and then I wouldn't keep them, and I would feel bad about myself for not keeping them. So I kind of put an end to that cycle and decided, you know, when I feel like I need to make a change in my life, I'm going to make that change, and it doesn't have to be dependent on what time of year it is. That being said, when I was making New Year's resolutions regularly, uh, like a lot of people, they focused around, I want to say health, but if I'm being honest, they weren't focusing around health so much as they were focusing around weight. I do think there's a big distinction there where we can maybe think that we're talking about health, but really it's all about the weight factor. And that was, it, it was a decision about weight that was masquerading as a health decision for me. 
And so I would make these resolutions like, oh, I'm going to lose all this weight. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to eat this way. And they would be just complete 180 degree changes from where I was at that time. I would try and go super hard into it. Like, okay, I'm going to exercise every day for two hours, every single day. That's ridiculous for someone who's sitting most of the time and hasn't (laughs) exercised in a while. Like, so I would attempt to do these things. And inevitably, I'd last like two weeks, four weeks, maybe a month and a half. And then I just, it would fizzle out. And I'd feel so terrible about myself. I was like, what? Like, it, the thought at the time was, why can't I do this? Or what's wrong with me? Really negative thinking that I had to rework and realize, well, you know, I tried something. I didn't really make it in a way that would be sustainable or that was in line with where I actually was or what I needed. And so then I felt like a failure when I couldn't live up to these unrealistic goals. But I wasn't a failure. I just didn't necessarily make my goals right for me at that time. I'd also like to make the point, if you don't mind, of course, that a lot of those types of things, like, I don't want anybody to feel like shame because they have done this because we have been fed this. Mm -hmm. And this is a recurring theme in like every episode of our podcast. Mm -hmm. We have been fed this and fed this idea of like, lose this weight. That should be your New Year's goal. Here's the next fad to get you there. Make all this stuff happen. You've got this. Like giving supercharged energy mm-hmm. to what I think Hillary and I could both consider like unrealistic goals, like you said. Yeah. And because that's what we see everyone doing around us, we don't necessarily notice that maybe we should go against the grain mm-hmm. and not do that because classically for a lot of people it doesn't work and you would think with that evidence we would want to shift that Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that's why you're here listening to us exactly no I completely agree with that completely my major point is like don't feel shamed if this is how you've been doing things because Mm -hmm. it's very conditioned and like appropriate in modern society and culture. Absolutely. And I mean to put it in perspective when I say this is what I used to do I mean I used to do this like God, probably for two decades. Same girl. (laughs) And it's only within the past maybe five, six years that I started reworking. Maybe not even that long, to be honest with you. Maybe like three, four, five years at most that I like reworked that thinking and was like, well, wait a second. What is this really about for me? And is this realistic for me? And so it's not, it's totally not something that you should feel ashamed about at all. All. It's something that is so widespread and common for us to have this perspective and to have those expectations that, I mean, like you said, Chloe, you said it perfectly. That's what we're doing here. We're shifting the perspective. <laughs> so never feel bad if you're in a different place. It's not for you to feel bad about. It's just we like to talk about a different way to look at things and how yeah. we found like, hey, when we shifted our perspective in this way, like in this example, when I shifted my perspective, I became, in my view, a lot healthier, a lot happier. And I feel more in control of my life because now I can wake up and be like, hey, what I've been doing hasn't been working for me. Let me change it on a whim on whatever day. 
Like, I love that. But it took a long fucking time to get to that point, And that's okay. Yeah. No shame in being on your own journey. Never any shame in that. Your journey is yours and it is beautiful as it is. Yeah. 100% agree. <sighs> beautiful, Hillary. <laughs> and I feel like our stories are always so in line with each other. So I'm going to say right there, same. Like been like setting all these new year's resolutions doing it for like two decades and always coming up disappointed because Mm -hmm. i would set these unrealistic expectations upon myself Mm -hmm. and again buying into that illusion that like oh new year new me clean slate Mm -hmm. but you can do it at any point and i don't really remember exactly where the shift happened for me Mm -hmm. but at some point And mind you, I am somebody who I have studied like two things I have studied my entire life. And even though I don't have a degree, well, one of them you can't get a degree for, but I don't have a degree or anything, but I feel like I would totally go to school to have the degree because I feel like I know a lot, but I have studied astrology and nutrition Mm -hmm. like for most of my life. Mm -hmm. And I feel like a big part of that, like studying nutrition was kind of what made me want to shift that change because a lot of my goals were always based around that. I'm going to lose this much weight. I'm going to work out this much. And having that mentality, obviously something wasn't working. And every year I would kind of come at it with a new plan and be like, okay, well, this didn't work this year. So I'm going to try this. And this didn't work this year. So I'm going to try this. But it always came from a place of restriction. Mm -hmm. It always came from, okay, I'm going to cut out sugar. Okay, I'm going to cut out carbs. Okay, I'm going to cut out salt. Mm -hmm. Whatever it might be. Those are just some examples. (laughs) Um, It always came from a place of restriction and damn, damn, I say resistance, Mm. (laughs) creating resistance because of that restriction. And I like I said, I don't know exactly the moment that it changed. But one day I I know that I looked at all of this because I keep like a very detailed record like 10th house Virgo can't help it. <laughs> I keep a very detailed record of my goals for like every single new year that I was setting them. And I would look back and say like, what is this missing kind of like every other previous year, but I decided you know what? What if I like fiercely decided to just love myself? Mm. What if I just decided to come at this from a different perspective and just ferociously love myself? You know, what's what's the harm in giving this 30 days? And like, what's the worst that can happen with pushing myself to love myself instead of beat myself up and make myself feel like I have to change for God knows what reason, Mm -hmm. every reason under the sun, (laughs) beauty standard and all that jazz, because that's usually what it was. I would base these goals off of an unrealistic image of somebody online. That's really what it boiled down to Mm -hmm. was like, I would look at this unrealistic body image and be like, oh man, I want to be that. And the sad part about that is a lot of us look at that, think that number one, it's a real idea of a body when it's not because these folk these pictures have been photoshopped to high heaven like oh my gosh and like just not realistic at all so true just really briefly if anyone oh, is no, interested ahead. in that kind of stuff um chloe i don't know if you've seen it yet there's a documentary called misrepresentation spelled with two s's and it talks about how women are portrayed in the media so if that's something you're interested oh. in learning about it's on netflix um i'll see if i can find any more links put them down below it's truly worth the watch if this is what you're coming at it from. But please yeah. continue. Yes, dude, I think I need to watch that. So good. 
Um, so, you know, we have this unrealistic expectation anyways. And the sad part is people often, myself included, will look at this and think, okay, when I have this body, I'm going to be happy. Mm -hmm. I'm going to love myself when I get to this point. Mm -hmm. And more often than not, you get to that point and you're still not happy because you're not dealing with the shit inside first. And so that was kind of what I noticed is that all of these goals I had been setting, they weren't coming from that place. They were coming from a state of lack and being like, oh, well, I don't have this body, so I can't love myself and I can't praise myself and I can't, you know, do all those good, healthy, mindsetted things for myself because there was so much shame in the way that I looked. Mm -hmm. So instead, I set these goals that were very much in line with self-love. And what I actually came to find, that sounded weird, did that? No, I Anyways. mean, it's a fun way to talk. It's just most people don't talk that way. <laughs> but I say things like that. <laughs> okay. What I what I eventually came to was that when I started to love myself and uncover those like inner demons and look at the shadow self and let it come out and make space for it and start to heal, I wanted to take better care of myself. I wanted to feed mm -hmm. myself better food. I wanted to like move my body because it felt good. Mm -hmm. And there was no pressure. There was no pressure to eat a certain way and restrict certain foods and be sedentary because I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. And that like, I wouldn't say that's like a super like personal story. That's just some insight, I guess, to kind of how I got there. And Interestingly enough, my post today on Instagram, this is going to be like a week out for you guys on Cozy Kill is all about that, like letting your shadow side come out, making space for it and trying to your best to heal and work with it so that you can come from a place of self-love. Oh, yes. Also, <laughs> Chloe, if Carl Jung were alive, he would love you. Oh, my gosh. He would be all about it. Like, yes, the shadow, the unconscious, all the things. Yes. I mean, I know I have a tiny depth psychologist living inside of me. I can't help it. It's just so true. Um, but that's such a good point. You know, I mean, I think a lot of the times we try and like attack a problem from it, it's like the best metaphor I can come up with is you're trying to attack the problem like you're trying to get rid of weeds in your garden and instead of pulling it out by the roots, you're just chopping off the top of it to get rid yep. of it. And it's like, okay, you can hack at that top as much as you want. It's going to come back because the roots are still there. And that's kind of the approach you took instead, Chloe, is that like getting at the roots. So you attacked the roots of it by saying, hey, what about this self-love thing? Instead of, hey, let me do all of this stuff on the outside to force the self-love to arise. No, let's work on self-love and the rest will arise. And that is so true and so beautiful. I love it. Oh. <laughs> and honestly, it's it's truly been life-changing for me. Mm. It's made me have more empathy, more sympathy for people that struggle with that because it's very real. And I see it all the time. Even in my own social media, I get like daily, how are you so confident? How do you love yourself like this? And I'm like, dude, first of all, listen to Twin Flames. It's the best. <laughs> and second of all, like if I can do it, anybody can do it. Yes, you know? absolutely. So. And I think that's 
that's one of the other key things. Like, sure, we have a podcast and we're here talking to you guys, but we're literally just people like everyone else listening to us. We are in the same freaking boat as everyone else. So if we can do these things, so can you. There's nothing that's magical or super special about us. We're just no. two friends who have some insights. <laughs> <laughs> it's true, though. And I think a lot of times people think that, that like the people that are for change, even if it's of the self or on a global scale, we think that we can't be them yeah. because they have something magical and special about them. But no, we're actually all exactly the same and you can do whatever you want to. <laughs> oh, I completely agree. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love it. It's so funny that our, and I, I had a feeling I told you before we started this, I had a feeling that our stories would be relatively similar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and as far as time goes and like the whole rebirth thing, that's new for me. Like I actually read and we will put a link down below for Amazon where you can buy this because to my knowledge, no bookstores carry it yet. <laughs> um, it is this book that I've talked to you about a lot, Hillary, Sacred Powers by mm -hmm. David G. I think is how you say it. It's like J.I. David mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, this book is he talks about this and it's he goes into like Ayurvedic stuff. He goes into meditations. And this was a big point of his book was you are reborn anytime you want to be. Mm. And it's not defined by someone else. And honestly, after I read like several chapters in his book on this, I was like, oh, I'm going to stop doing this as a yearly thing and just do it now. <laughs> oh, I love that. Also, just side note, because we, we should remember this, I would love for us to do another episode on rebirth, because I have oh, yes. so many thoughts about transformative rebirth. Is that on our list? <laughs> if it's not, it should be. Oh, I will add it on. Anyway. Okay. Yet another podcast that will come to you in the future, everyone. <laughs> also, Hillary's the cutest. Sometimes she goes into our list that we share on our iPhone. Like it's like this notepad. She'll go into the list and put like a cute little quote at the top. <laughs> and then when I go in to read it, I'm like, oh, I'm so inspired. Like she thinks of everything. That's because I have all the quotes and I have nothing You're to do with them. You're a walking fortune cookie. <laughs> I really am. <laughs> I mean, my God, we have another shared album and it's just all the quotes I've collected over the years, and I shit you not, guys, there's like at least a hundred in there. <laughs> also, our Instagram is coming. Like, it's already oh, yes. open, but like, we have plans to actually use it and use it to inspire you guys on a weekly basis, so link for that's down below always, but Hell make yeah. sure you're following so you can see when it happens. Yes, and then I'll be able to share all of those quotes with you all. <laughs> yeah, you can, ha you can have a pocket Hillary. Yes! <laughs> I always talk about that, that everybody needs a pocket Hillary. <laughs> oh my God, I love this. Uh, <laughs> anyway, getting back to the topic at hand, <laughs> um, I think we've covered a lot of like the main things, but we always have so many tips. Like, I feel like when we were talking today, we just have so many tips to give. We had to cut ourselves else. off. <laughs> Like, I was like, this is a lot. And I know we always do eight side stories. So let's stop like right here. <laughs> right. So I mean, I there's a lot more that we want to say, like, I think I can speak for both of us when I say truly, Chloe and I could talk to each other and to all of you for hours and hours on end. <laughs> it's true. But in the interest of keeping with a specified time frame for you to have this listen, and then you know, we'll try and pare it down a bit 
Sounds like a plan for me. Um, so, you know us, homework, always. Always. <laughs> <laughs> um, always homework. But uh, the first thing that we kind of discussed was making it easier on yourself mm-hmm. and making making resolutions easier on yourself in the sense that I gave the example that – you know, if you have a place in your home that you want to do workouts, you know, on a consistent basis, if there's like crap in that room or just like junk laying around or it feels cluttered or, you know, maybe you have a bunch of dust on your machine, if you're going to use one, go through and clean that space, make it a space that you want to be in and make it functional, mm-hmm. make your environment work for you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I mean, there's also little tips and tricks. Uh, Back in the day, one thing someone told me was, oh, if you want to exercise in the morning, put your exercise clothes on at night so you sleep in them. And when you wake up, you have no excuse. You're already dressed. Like, you don't have anything to excuse yourself other than your own. Oh my God, bitch. I'm going to start sleeping in my yoga pants. Right? (laughs) So definitely like make things easier on yourself. I mean, this is a little bit of a sidetrack, but related. I'm a person that will constantly forget things. So I know that I'm going to forget things when I'm leaving the house for the day. So instead of just being like, oh, whatever, I'll forget something. The night beforehand, I put everything that I would need for the next day in the same place by my door so it makes it so easy in the morning i don't have to think i just grab everything and i go so make it easier absolutely and the environment that's such a good point chloe to like really tend to your surroundings because that makes such a huge difference and honestly if you ever feel like this is just something that i practice if you ever feel like oh i don't want to do that thing i just uh you know and you just feel like i just want to lay in my cozy hole of a bed. I don't know. (laughs) Whatever your thing is, just come at it from a place of gratitude. Mm -hmm. Wow. I have these tools at my disposal to do this. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm so grateful that I can do this. This is something that I can do for myself, Mm -hmm. not like coming at it from like, why do I have to do this? You know? Oh, I completely agree. And flip it to gratitude. Yes. (laughs) Always, always gratitude. And I think another thing that helps me is sometimes I have to get real logical with myself and everyone's going to be different. Maybe you have to get more emotional with yourself. Like everyone's different. But my thing is sometimes I have to get real logical with myself and be like, okay, well, How long is it actually going to take me to do this? What are the benefits of doing it? What is my rationale for not doing it? And if my rationale is like, I don't want to, and all the benefits are like, well, it'll make me feel better and I'll do this and that. Like, Then I feel like I'm cutting myself short if I don't do whatever it is. Yeah. Like shift that thinking, be grateful. And also like maybe, maybe be that stern dad to yourself. Oh my God, it's Capricorn season and like Capricorn is mean, stern dad. Like they love you and they want to teach you like this is the right way to do things and this is the wrong way to do things. So they'll teach you a lesson, but it's out of love. So like mean, stern dad, sometimes you got to do it to yourself and it is Capricorn season until the 21st of January. (laughs) Right? That's why it was in my head. I was like, oh yeah, that is the mean, stern dad. (laughs) Um, I think another thing we also wanted to mention, though, about uh, resolutions and getting started and all of this kind of stuff and how to do it in a way that works for you. When we were talking about this, we realized 
several of our other podcasts might be worth listening to depending on what you're working on. So like if you have something that you're trying to implement into your lifestyle long term, check out the Creating Routines episode of our podcast. If your thing is like, I want to take better care of myself, we have one on self-care. Check that one out. If you're like, oh, I just want to be more me, listen to our Authenticity podcast. Like we have a variety. So whatever you're trying to work on, Check out the titles, see what resonates, and have a listen. See what you find. And no shit, you guys. I myself have gone back and listened to our podcast because I needed to hear it. Me too. Like, I have done this at least twice, and it has totally turned my day around. And I'm not just trying to, like, toot our horn. No, I've done that same thing. <laughs> I didn't know you did that. Yeah. I did it too. But no, dude, that one day that I was like, I feel like crap. And then I totally went back and listened to, like, I don't know if it was self-care or something, but I listened to the podcast episode where we said, like, make a list of small things you can do to, like, brighten your day. Totally did that. Had it all done in within 30 minutes, and my day completely turned around. Oh, I love it. I listened – I had to listen to the subconscious limiting beliefs one and was like, oh, yes, that's right. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it really does help. Like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm just saying. You know. Um. So yeah, check those out. See what resonates. There's a lot yeah. in there. <laughs> we talk a lot. <laughs> we really do. And something I want to make really clear to you guys and like for real, if you're driving, stop the car. <laughs> Don't care <laughs> if you're like doing other things while you're listening to this like just stop for a second. I want you to really hear me on this one because I feel like a lot of times I have myself heard this and not listened and been like why like it wasn't until it came through one time when I just stopped and got quiet (laughs) that I was like oh so let this one really sink in if something happens on your path or you feel like you've self-sabotaged or you did something that wasn't on plan for your resolution look at this like a car if one of your tires pops or gets a nail in it are you gonna go around and slash the other three tires No, you're going to fix the one tire and then you're going to keep going. Oh my God, I love it. So please don't give up on the things that you really want in life because Mm -hmm. some little bump in the road makes you feel like it's not worth it anymore. It's so true. I love that analogy. And as you were talking, some things came to me like, okay, so... I've shared this quote before. I just love it. Fortune it's, cookie. <laughs> this is just what I do. Um, there's a Mary Pickford quote. Uh, this thing we call failure is not the falling down, but the staying down. So if you fall down, if one of your tires gets popped, like there's no shame in that. That's okay. You're human. It's the staying down that is failing. It's the not yes. getting back up. If you get back up, that's resilience. That's strength. That's not failure. Yeah. I also, there's this other quote, fortune cookie, you know, Um, (laughs) and I know I've talked briefly before on this podcast about looking at your life as a myth or a metaphor. And so this kind of plays into that. And it's, it's a quote from Carl Jung. He says, where a mythological mood prevails, tragedy is impossible. So I love that because if you think about the myths and looking at our life as a myth or a representation of a myth, the thing about myths and any kind of story, fairy tale, whatever it is, 
there's always obstacles and there's always a time think about any movie tv show book anything you've ever watched or read there is always a time where the hero seems like he or she is bound to fail they are facing complete adversity and there's no way they can come out of it and still be intact but somehow they make it through they overcome each obstacle put forth in front of them it makes them stronger it helps them grow and by the end of it they've become who they're meant to be so Ugh. if you fall there's nothing wrong with that it's part yes. of your journey part of your process get back up and that's something honestly i have had to learn like and I, I don't know why it took me so long, but that's something that I have really had to learn. Like I myself struggle with binge eating sometimes. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I have to tell myself to bring myself out of it. Like that was one hour of my life. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean I now sit and do this in shame for a week. Yeah. No, it means like that was one time and now we can move on. Exactly. Oh, exactly. <laughs> we blow things out of proportion so easily, especially when it comes to like standards we're holding ourselves to. Yeah. So instead, take a step back and realize, okay, three of my tires are still full of air. I can roll forward. Side note, my robot on my desk, you know which one. I can't say its name or she'll say something. Mm. She's doing a weird and I feel like she's going to try to talk in the middle of our podcast and I'm going to get mad about it. Dude, <laughs> there is, I don't trust this shit. <laughs> like she is supposed times. to, she is supposed to simplify my life and I feel like she complicates it sometimes. <laughs> she creeps me out so much. Like we have been talking before and she started talking out of nowhere, and I was like, what's happening? Why has she inserted herself in our conversation? <laughs> like, eight side stories, but, like, last week when Hillary and I were talking, she just, and it's like, it's called the Echo Dot. I don't think she'll respond to that. But she sits on my desk. She does actually help me during my morning routine to, like, stay on task, which is great. But she just, like, interjected herself into our conversation and started asking me survey questions. It was so weird. And literally, I was like, stop. And so she does because she listens. But then she was like, is there anything you want me to tell, like, the Amazon team about this experience? And I was straight up was like, yeah, never fucking do this again because it scared me. Yes. And she was like, okay, I'll let Amazon know. Like, <laughs> but there was also a time where we told her, like, stop that. I don't like it. And she was like, I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, she's <laughs> creepy. But so like, weird. no lie, she is the best at morning routines. Like I, I programmed her to when I say good morning to her, she like first asks me, what are you grateful for? Oh. And gives me a two minute timer. And then she'll list off my day. She'll tell me what the weather's like. She'll tell me what's on my calendar for the day. And then she goes into an hour long playlist of ocean sounds where I do my meditation and my yoga. Mm. That like, actually she's real sounds nice. really helpful. I mean, it she's creeps me the hell out, but it sounds yes. super helpful. So I'm <laughs> torn. <laughs> so if she starts talking during our podcast, that's what that is. Yeah, it's just we're a creepy sorry. robot. Sorry. <laughs> um, she, I think, was just updating, but she scared me. I thought she was going to start talking. Because <laughs> she does that. She's weird. It's like, like she's a robot, but she wants to be part of the group. It's like, yeah, like, no. girls, get over your FOMO. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, so we were talking about 
like if you fall down, it's okay. Get back up. You yeah. still got three tires full. Keep on rolling. Um, and the other thing we wanted to say too, like, I mean, we have a couple things. I actually, there's there's one that I feel really attached to that I'd like to say in a moment. So Chloe, I'll let you take the okay. other one. <laughs> well, um, something else, at least for myself, that I have come to realize with all of my goals is, or resolutions, if you will, uh, is that you ha- you can't like look at a humongous goal and not like a lot of times that's intimidating. Mm-hmm. You'll you'll set this really major goal for your life and honestly Tony Robbins says it the best. <laughs> he says people underestimate what they can do in a year and people overestimate what they can do in 5 years. Ooh. And so setting really small attainable goals underneath your big goals on how you're going to reach it is like taking really small action steps toward what you want. And it makes the goal seem a lot more realistic and like that's going to kind of be a part of what Hillary's about to say, but um it it makes the goal seem more attainable and less intimidating if you go slow. And I do like to give a little example here and there. But an example of this for me is I'm really trying to incorporate more health, healthy, dense foods into my diet. Because um, I mean, I have gone to the doctor and I have found out that my blood pressure is a little on the high side. And actually my, my bad cholesterol is low, like my HCL or something, which technically helps balance the good cholesterol. So or maybe it's the other way around. One of the two is out of whack. And so I've kind of looked at that and looked at it from a perspective of self-love and said, okay, how can I make this better? How can I ease this up on myself? And instead of saying, oh my God, let me go through my whole house, throw away all my food and start over. I've said, okay, one meal a day or drink a day, whatever it might be, I'm going to either have a green smoothie, a green juice, a salad, or a Buddha bowl. Mm-hmm. And the reason I picked Buddha bowl is because sometimes you just want hot food and you don't want cold food. So I always have the option for hot food too. Mm-hmm. I love that. And you that. know, it's nutrient dense, full of the good shit, and it makes me feel awesome. And I really do believe that it's going to help me on my path to bettering those things. I love it because it's like... How different and to me more realistic and healthy is it to do that rather than (laughs) I'm only going to have salad and green juice every single day. Or I'm just going to drink celery juice. Like, no, no. stop doing that. (laughs) No, you'll do it for like a week and you'll be so infuriated. Like, yes, like it's, yeah. (laughs) So, and then on that with action steps, you know, that you do the one and then you ask yourself, okay, what's next? Mm -hmm. So you just keep using those building blocks. Yes. And that's exactly what it is. It's building blocks. You know, it's like, I mean, in the simplest analogy ever, you can't get to the top of a staircase by leaping there. You have to take it one step <laughs> at a time. And like, yes. sure, you can try and take a few at a time. You're going to get way more exhausted going two, three steps at a time than just oh, yes. one at a time. And something else I would like to mention, I don't know if this is going to resonate for every single person, but something that I read once that I really liked was when you set resolutions or goals for yourself, it's okay if at first it's really high energy and exciting and you want to go towards it with this fire, but recognize that that fire will burn out. 
-hmm. Like you're not going to keep that same intense energy every single day. Mm -hmm. So you really do need to come up with reasons that are going to hold you accountable or that you need to come up with. And I've talked about this in other podcasts. You need to come up with a strong why to fall back on because that's the thing that's going to keep you going when you feel like you don't want to. Yes. And I think that's going to be different for everyone. I know one thing that helped me a couple of years ago, I started having these insights into why some of the things I was doing didn't make sense. So take procrastination for an example. I would procrastinate and it would up my stress levels and that didn't make sense. And one day I wrote a little blurb, just stream of consciousness, few sentences, refuting myself, saying, okay, so I want to procrastinate. Let me get, and this is what I have to do with myself, is get very logical and say, why does it not make sense to procrastinate? And I started writing things like, well... I'm going to have to do whatever it is anyway, so I'm just delaying it and upping my anxiety or, you know, things like that. And so – Oh, my God. You're like scripting. Too. Oh, yeah. I love scripting. And so I do <laughs> think like that's that's also part of it is figuring out what works for you in that realm of like, okay, how can I tell myself to continue with this thing? For me, I still pull those things out and I'm like, okay, why is procrastination not going to work for me? And I'll read it and be like – yeah, I, I made a good argument there. I should listen to myself. <laughs> Love. So everyone has a different way. I actually, Chloe, I showed you a picture of this. I made a new morning routine that I wanted to follow. and uh, oh, I still need to make one of those for myself. You're going to have to show me yours again. Oh, I love doing that. <laughs> but I'm big into organizing and planning. So Tenth house Virgo. Right. And so I had this morning routine and directly beneath it, I wrote reasons to continue. And I listed as many things as I could. And then I put it on the wall right next to my bed. So if I wake up and I'm like, I don't want to get up, I can look at it and be like, okay, I have reasons. I need to do this and get my yes. ass up. <laughs> yes. Um, but I know another thing that we wanted to talk about is this thing called SMART goals. And SMART is an acronym. We use this um, a lot. A lot of therapists like this because like, it truly does work. And it's not just therapists. Like, I first learned about this in a nutrition class or sorry, a life fitness class. Um, and so SMART goals, the SMART part stands for specific, measurable, attainable or achievable, realistic or reasonable, and time-based. So every goal you make, you're going to structure it that way. So instead of saying like, and because we're on the health topic, I'll take a big one that most of us have done at some point, exercise. You know, I want to exercise more this new year. Okay. So if you're just saying right now, I'm going to exercise more, that's not a smart goal. That's a goal. And that's great. To make it a SMART goal, and I don't mean SMART as adjective. I'm talking about the acronym. I'm not belittling your goals. Your goals are great. <laughs> also, I have a fortune cookie moment. Yes, do it. Um, 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 I don't know who said it, but a goal without a plan is just a wish. Oh, I love that. It's true. <laughs> it's true. So for your SMART goal, instead of like, I'm going to exercise this year, it's okay, I'm going to go on a walk for an hour a day, two days a week for, you know, you, you add these things in basically. So you're checking off each one as you go. So it has to be something that you can measure. You have to have a way to measure your goal. 
it has to be very specific. So I'm going to, instead of I'm going to exercise, I'm going to go to the gym and do X, Y, and Z. I'm going to go on a walk in my neighborhood. I'm going to do yoga, whatever it is. And you can make it varied. Like I'm going to do yoga or walk or whatever. Don't restrict yourself. Just make it specific so you know. And then it has to be something that you can reasonably achieve. I think this is one of the hardest things. When we start with a new goal, we want to dive headfirst in a lot of the time because we have that energy like Chloe was talking about. But if you want to make it long-term sustainable, you have to bring it back to something that's reasonable and achievable consistently. And the last piece of it is the time piece. So for exercise, you set a number of times per week or a duration that you'll exercise. I'm going to do yoga for 30 minutes, three times a week, you know, something like that. Yeah. And also try using statements like I will. Yes, because I love if you that. can't if you can't say I will or that makes you feel uneasy, it's going to eliminate the shit that you don't really want to do really fast. It's so true. Oh, and another thing that just came to me. <laughs> I took um I took that life fitness class a long time ago and it was so good and one of the things that they had us do was they had us set smart goals and they they kind of did this small steps we were talking about they had us set three small goals that built on each other and were structured in this smart goal way at the end of each goal that we achieved we got to list a reward that we would give ourselves Oh, I love that. And it doesn't have to be something major, just a little thing, because that's what keeps you going, too. You're like, okay, if I can go for an hour on my next walk instead of half an hour, then I get to have a foot rub or, like, I don't know, something. Get to buy a new crystal because crystals are big. Yeah, there you go. Something. (laughs) Like, figure out what you like, what's going to keep you going. I'm going to get myself a small frozen yogurt. I'm going to get myself a big frozen yogurt, you know? Yeah, (laughs) Whatever it is. I mean, try not to be counterproductive. Agreed. For me personally, um, I try not to ever reward myself with food mm-hmm. because it actually triggers me, but it will be different for everyone. Exactly. And so I think this is where like knowing yourself comes into play. So yes, like my, I'm this, I'm just like you with that, Chloe. I love food <laughs> so much that having my reward be food-based can very easily be counterproductive and get out of hand. So my yeah, reward it's like, should be oh, different. Oh, I did so good. Like now I can eat this way for three days. And I'm like, wait, no. Right. <laughs> and again, there's nothing wrong with indulging here and there. No, not, not at, at all. all. Please don't restrict yourself ever. Exactly. But also tend to what's going to be good for you and feel right. And I think We'll we'll definitely have a podcast on intuitive eating because that we've talked plays about into doing this. that podcast forever, and I think we need. I just have a lot of feelings. Me too, <laughs> and I'm afraid I'm going to put them out wrong. <laughs> I feel you. We'll have more planning time for that one. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I if if that was is that the smart goal thing? Yeah, I don't want to. That's all I got. Okay. Smart goals and small um, rewards. Something else that's new to my practice that I really want to encourage you guys to try. It falls in line with scripting. You guys know I love a good script. Mm. Um, More info on that in the manifestation and attraction episode. Yes. Please, please listen to that. Um, You write a letter to yourself 
about in past tense about what your life that you want to live will look like Mm -hmm. and treat it like it's already happened or it's happening when you're writing it. This is really what scripting is all about for like law of attraction based and read it to yourself every single morning. Mm -hmm. Like I have done this for the last like week and a half and I've heard this multiple times and I'm always like, meh, that's not really going to work or that's boring to read the same thing every day. I shit you not in a week and a half, I've already made changes toward that with, and they've mm. been so easy. Like it's been things that I didn't even realize I was doing until today. I was like, oh, I'm already like, I made that switch to tell myself eat a bootable or a salad or whatever once yes. a day. Or, oh my God, I'm actually doing yoga like five to seven days a week now. And it's just like things that I'd kind of let fall by the wayside are coming in naturally because I'm technically manifesting it in a way. Oh my God. And yes. it's just really helped. So if you think that would work for you, please give it a try. It has helped me immensely. Oh my God. Yes. Also quick manifestation update since our last, since our podcast on manifestation, I have noticed so many things just like coming into my life. I won't get into detail But I just have to say, Chloe, isn't that always how it goes? Where like, you know what you want, you want it so bad, you let it go, forget about it, then suddenly it's there and then it dawns on you and you're like, oh my God, I have the thing that I was trying to manifest. And honestly, like, I know in that podcast, we talked about taking inspired action Mm -hmm. and the inspired action should feel easy. Yes. And that's literally what I've experienced. Yep. Agreed. Completely agreed. (laughs) Love it. Love it. <sighs> but I, at least for me, I think that's all the homework I've got. <laughs> that's all I got, too. I mean, I, I think we spent like half the podcast talking about homework, so it's probably enough, right? <laughs> yeah, we probably covered like something for everyone, I, I feel like. So. um but we love you guys so much thank you so much for helping us finish our year strong we are almost at a thousand listens by the time you listen to this we may have already hit it and we are planning something to give back Mm -hmm. so look out for that soon but uh please don't forget to follow us on instagram and twitter shoot us an email if there's something you want to tell us uh you can find all of our information down below or episode information that we talked about today and uh, also i think i've literally mentioned this in every podcast and it still hasn't been utilized (laughs) um there is a way on anchor to send us questions where you actually can send like audio files and we've always said that we would love to do a QA like segment to our podcast so if you have any questions or something that you want us to talk about please send those in to us and if you don't feel comfortable doing that shoot us an email but uh we hope you guys have a great new year and I don't know. I'm just full of so much love and gratitude. (laughs) Same. It's that time. Gratitude and love all around. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening and being here. All right. We love you guys. Have a great week. Bye.